Hey friends, thank you so much for tuning in to today's Remnant Godcast. We are excited that you've tuned in the show today. There's a lot of great information I'd like to go through. If this is the first time you've tuned into the Godcast, we'd like to welcome you. And uh, please visit our website, www.rmntnews.com, where we post the latest articles and information that we like to get out there. Let it go viral. We've been seeing thousands of people hitting the website every day. Um, and we really appreciate your support and sharing the articles, getting the information out there. And speaking of getting the information out there, really, really cool. Um, somebody had reached out to me this week and told me that their relative was in the hospital with COVID-19. And they had listened to our broadcast and they had also um, actually, I think they listened to a Facebook Live that I had done. And then they also read some of the articles that I've been putting out there. And they told the relative about hydroxychloroquine. The relative had not been administered hydroxychloroquine yet. And uh, they insisted that the doctor would give this relative who had started to go into a critical phase of the COVID-19 uh, virus and was already admitted in the ICU. And uh, the doctor did approve the treatment for hydroxychloroquine. And now the person is in recovery and doing much, much better and just about to be released from the hospital. And I think that's a win-win because we have to get the information out there. We're in an information war and there's a lot of reasons why we're dealing with um, you know, people that are pushing back. The deep state, they have an agenda. People say it's a conspiracy theory, but listen friends, I've been doing this for over 20 years and I will tell you there is no conspiracy there when it comes to the deep state and the people that are trying to uh, push a nefarious agenda on our nation, on our world. And we as believers in Christ should really be alert and have discernment to this and understand the battle that we're in because the Bible says the battle is not a battle that is against flesh and blood, but against strongholds and principalities. And we know that is what we're waging against, strongholds and principalities. But in the name of Jesus, we have the victory, we have the authority, and we're going to keep pressing ahead and we're going to get the truth out. More and more people are waking up every day, despite the fact that you may see a bunch of uninformed people on social media that argue you and get really mad at you if you post certain things. There's a lot of other people that are watching in the shadows that are waking up and that you'd be surprised to know who these people are that listen to the broadcasts, that share the information, that secretly uh, do studying and research and are finding that we're not telling lies. We're not telling conspiracies. We're fact checking our information and we're giving information based on facts. And, you know, the mainstream media may want you to think it's a conspiracy, but guess what? It's not a conspiracy. It is the truth. And the Bible says the truth shall set you free. And that is the truth, right? Hey, I put up a post tonight and it's about uh, New York City. And I've been thinking about New York. And we've been praying for New York. You know, my parents are from New York. I've spent a lot of time in New York and um, there's a lot of deaths. I think the latest deaths with COVID-19 is around 6,268. Now, we'll tell you this. There's a lot of talk out there about these numbers being padded. There's a lot of talk out there about these numbers being manipulated. So that being said, you have to factor in that some people are dying of uh, other, other factions, you know, other, other diseases, other different things that they're dealing with, and they're marking it as COVID-19 when that's really not what was the cause of death. So you need to be you know, aware of that. It is a fact, we've, we've vetted it, we've seen the reports coming from the CDC where they're telling people to label the death as COVID-19 and that really does make the numbers increase quite drastically. So that factored in, yes, there, there is a number and that number that's been given to us is around 6,268 or so deaths that have happened in New York. Of course, that number's probably gone up since the last time they gave us the stat. Um, and we mourn with those who mourn and we weep with those who weep and uh, we're weeping tonight, death is, difficult to deal with. 
It doesn't matter if you're a believer or not. It's still difficult for us to deal with that. The Bible even talks about a time to mourn. And we're going to get through this together. But there's another troubling statistic. And that comes out of New York every year for the last decade or so. And that's the statistic of abortion. I want to highlight what devastates my heart and what I believe we need to fight for. And that's life. Not just against the disease. We need to fight for all life. In New York, every year, more African-American babies are killed than born. And that is beyond troubling. That's outrageous. Let me give you some statistics here. 60,000 total abortions in New York. Okay? Just New York City I'm talking about. Not the state. The state was 105,380 statewide. But just in New York City, 60,000 abortions. 23,209 of those African-American abortions. Now, why am I highlighting the African-American abortions? The reason why, and I'm going to tell you in a second here, is because, here's the, listen to this, okay? 22,465 live African-American births out of a total of 120,000 live births reported in NYC, right? 23,000, now remember, 22,000 was the live. 23,209 abortions were committed on black women who obviously aborted their babies. And that is insanity. So out of um, 59,854 abortions, 23,209 were African-American babies. And we remember the, the founder of Planned Parenthood. She was a eugenicist. A eugenist, however you want to say it. Her name was Margaret Sanger. She was a, a known eugenist. And by the way, Hillary Clinton praised her. Hillary Clinton said she looked up to her. But no, she was a eugenist. She was all for exactly what's happening in New York right now. So I pray that people start to wake up. I pray that people start to understand the travesty of what's going on in our nation and in our world when it comes to abortion. It's alarming. I don't like to talk about abortion. I don't like to talk about it. It's something I'd rather not talk about, trust me. But the truth of the matter is it's a genocide. It's the biggest genocide in the history of the world. And it's happening all the time. And so while we're sitting here talking about COVID-19, who, which, which has a high number of deaths, don't get me wrong. But if you look at the number of abortions every year in America, it, is, is, it dwarfs the number of COVID-19 deaths. And yet we barely give any, any, um, any credence to it, any information to it. Any, you know, we fund Planned Parenthood, this organization founded by a eugenist. I mean, just unbelievable. So think about that. And as we move forward in this election year, Think about it as a believer in Christ, because to me, this is what's a non-negotiable. We should stand for life as Christians. The Bible is clear. God is a God of life. The Bible is clear about that. Thou shall not murder. So if you think about that and you stand on the word of God and you're a Christian, how can you then vote for a candidate that's okay with killing babies? How can you then vote for a candidate that's willing to let a baby, can you even believe this? They're willing to let a baby be born and then we'll make the, the baby comfortable. We'll make the baby comfortable and then the parent can decide if they want to keep the baby or kill the baby. Oh, well, that, thank you for making the baby comfortable. Thank you for making the baby comfortable. But guess what? You're about to murder the baby. It's so gross. I don't know if you've seen any of those um, movies that came out in the last year or so, uh, Christian movies on, on that. Um, but but several, several amazing movies that came out that were pro-life movies. I highly recommend that you see them. Um, so according to data across America, changing the subject... It's really hard for me to talk about abortion. I get teary-eyed. I get upset. I'm passionate about it. Uh, it's just unbelievable. Un, un, unbelievable. Um, but according to data, hospitals across America actually have less admitted now 
than the same time last month. So the reason why I put the statistic up, because it's just so wild to me that American hospitals have less people admitted right now than the same time last month. Do you remember just a couple of weeks ago, they were saying this is going to be the most deadly week in America. 200,000 was given out, 100,000 deaths, a million deaths could be. Yeah, that didn't happen. That didn't happen. But what did happen was they made us all stay in our houses and many of us lost our jobs and small businesses are being devastated and decimated. And you know, people are trying to figure out how they're gonna pay for their rent and they're, they're, they're accumulating death at, I mean, excuse me, debt at a staggering rate. They're accumulating debt like never before seen. Now we have to really figure out how we're gonna move through this as a nation and a world, by the way, because the whole world's on lockdown, listening to the same Chinese model, basically. We followed communist China on what to do. And everybody, you know, basically shut down and went in their homes and staying inside because of COVID-19. And, you know, it seemed like it made some sense, right? And, and then the president, you know, okay, well, I guess that's what we're going to do. He's listening to Fossey and, uh, and and this other doctor that, the, don't even get me started, Burks or whatever. I mean, they got these, these ties to these globalist organizations like the World Health Organization. Some people call it WHO. Just really weird. Um, if you want to look in, into the World Health Organization and the Rothschilds that uh, are involved in, in, in the Rockefellers that actually have more involvement in the Chinese that have involvement with the World Health Organization and how they all wanna vaccinate. Everybody wants to vaccinate. Vaccine is gonna be the, the cure-all, the healing for us in this situation. And then people are talking about, well, you can't even leave your house until you get you know, tested. You can't even leave your house. You can't go back to work unless you're tested. And people are like, yeah, that sounds like a good idea, yeah. That sounds like a good idea. I'll get tested, and then what if you're what if you test what if you test positive? Well, by the way, some of those tests are, are fraudulent; they don't even work correctly. Others of those tests are, are even. This is a true story. This is a true story. It's not conspiracy. None of this. What I'm saying is conspiracy. If you think it's conspiracy, by the way, that the Rockefellers have uh, a huge influence over the World Health Organization, just look it up. Just look it up. If you think China doesn't have major influence over the World Health Organization, just look it up. That's why President Trump is trying to defund them, just like Planned Parenthood. He's trying to defund these globalist organizations. You don't think the president knows? People say, well, do you think President Trump knows about Fossey? Yes. Yes. We don't, we don't need to tell Trump about Fossey. He knows about Fossey. Trust me. He knows about Burks. He knows who these people are. They're swamp rats. He knows. They're deep staters. He gets it. And he is, what he's doing is allowing these people, like Henry Kissinger, George Soros, these deep, dark, goblinish creatures. He knows, and he's, he's exposing them one by one because he wants you and I to see, for those who are awake, just how deep the swamp is. Remember he said he's gonna drain the swamp? Yeah, he wants you to see how deep the swamp actually is because the swamp is incredibly deep and incredibly scary. So yeah, hospitals across the nation, less people admitted now than the same time last month. You know, they built these like field hospitals where people were literally like ready to bring in by the drove. We were looking at this major pandemic, like a movie, you know, where they're going to bring in all these people. Yeah, that didn't happen. That didn't happen, actually. Instead, uh, we're seeing hospitals all across the nation that are seeing um, less than what they expected. They were prepared for something far worse, but yeah, it didn't quite happen. So anyway, I'm just going to leave that right there for you. But here's another interesting factoid statistic. Total deaths this year in the United States are less than total deaths in the U.S. last year at the same period. <laughs> what? 
What? What do you mean? There's less deaths this year, but we're in a global pandemic where everybody's in their house right now? That's weird. That's strange. That's true. So when you look at your paycheck and you look at your job situation, you look at the debt that's uh, just mounting up and you look at your company having to deal with all the different issues in the hospitality industry and all the different small businesses. And let's look at the retailers, Macy's and all these companies that are going to be just devastated, AMC devastated, all these American staple organizations and companies that are devastated because we're all in our house. Just remember the total deaths this year in the United States are less than the total deaths last year the same period. Hospitals have less people right now than they did the same time last month. Just think about that because we're trusting these deep state vaccine happy people. Very, very scary. Very, very scary. Very, very true. While we're talking about those people, let's talk about Bill Gates. Oh, one of one of my favorite people. Bill Gates people. Oh, he's such a philanthropist. Bill Gates, what a great guy. He stepped down from the board of his company so he could focus on vaccines. Thank you, Bill Gates. Thank you so much. Oh, he's such a philanthropist. What a great guy. The Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Yes. No. Do you know that Bill Gates sent over $11 million to pro-abortion groups pushing population control worldwide? Yeah, he did that. He actually did that. And he's one of those eugenist kind of people that Margaret Sanger was. Yeah. See, um, leave it to the liberal media to sing the praises of the liberal billionaires and philanthropy without providing too much detail about what their money has actually been funding. Yeah, that's right. The Verge, the liberal outlet, gave a glowing report on how liberal billionaire and Microsoft co-founder Bill Gates recently stepped down from the board of his company in a landmark shift to focus on more philanthropy. Thank you, Bill. Thank you for doing that. Um, but what the outlet didn't tell you is they didn't list any philanthropy um, pursuits. They didn't list any ph philanthropic, was that philanthropic? I guess that would be pursuits that Bill and Melinda Gates have really undertaken. Perhaps that's because some of those are a little nefarious, a little dark, you know, a little scary. And maybe you wouldn't want to actually know that the Gates Foundation gave $11,381,171 to the leftist overpopulation-focused population council between 2018 and 2020. Yeah. And according uh, to the grants that are listed on the foundation's own website, um, they were giving to an organization that was founded by John D. Rockefeller III. The same guy that has influence over the World Health Organization that's in partnership with the Chinese who happened to have let the bioweapon virus out on the world. Just another quinky dink. Just another quinky dink, right? So, yeah, I just love talking about these things. I just really want to talk about Bill and Melinda Gates all the time who've quoted supporting population control and expanded access to contraceptives and all the Planned Parenthood, you know, it's just, it's birth control. It's so great. It's so liberal. It's so demonic. The Couples Foundation has also given 81 million, 81 million, $9,329 to Planned Parenthood and its affiliates from 20, um, 2009 to 2018. Think about that. Think about that when you think Bill Gates is this great guy. He is a scary guy. By the way, there's a Michigan Democrat lawmaker, and she says that hydroxychloroquine saved her life. So let's get into the hydroxychloroquine talk for a minute. So 
you know, I was one of the first people. And I'm not saying this to be bragging. I'm not saying this to be prideful. I really was one of the first people. Why? Because somebody called me and told me about hydroxychloroquine and they wanted me to start leaking the information. So I started leaking it over a month ago. And you can go back on the website and, and see that at, at remnantnews.com, www.rmntnews.com. You can literally see we were leaking this out over a month ago. But the Michigan state lawmaker infected with the COVID-19 is crediting the controversial anti-malarial drug. Why is it controversial? I don't know why it's controversial. It's been around for over 20 years on the market. Not controversial. Hydroxychloroquine saved her life. She said she felt better within hours of taking the prescription. That's right. Democrat Representative Karen Whitsitt of Detroit told Fox News in the Ingram Angle on Monday that she went home into the quarantine on March 12th, the day that she last attended the session at the Senate House in Lansing, and her condition only got worse. And it took the longest time for me to actually be able to even get an appointment, getting into my doctor, which was on the 18th of March, and then I actually got the COVID test, which it said, and she found out she had COVID-19, and by then her condition had just really gotten worse, really, really bad. It went from headaches to being severe, fluid building up in her lungs, sweats, breaking out to cough, and her breathing was being labored, and Witsit said it all happened in a matter of hours. And at the hospital, Witsit learned that the Michigan Department of Licensing and Regulatory Affairs under Democrat governor, this is a woman that might be a vice president nominee under Biden, if Biden is actually the candidate, we'll have to see how that goes. Because I think they're going to put somebody else in, by the way. Um, but Gretchen Whit, uh, Whitmer had issued a state, this was the governor, Gretchen Whitmer, issued a state order prohibiting the use of hydroxychloroquine. Why? Why would she do that? So weird. I wrote an article about that because they're nefarious and they're dark. And they don't want to see people live, I guess. <laughs> because hydroxychloroquine in study after study after study after study has shown not only promising results, it heals people. And so through that order, though the order was retracted several days later, at the time, which had struggled to get her hands on the medication. So, so sad. I, I really think this woman's going to vote for President Trump. I really do. Uh, she said, I had a difficult time, even that day, obtaining the medication because of an order that was put in my state, she said. And it was uh, on the day, so you can imagine how terrified I was when I had to beg and plead to go through a lot of try and error to get the medicine. Finally, she got it. Witsit suffers from chronic Lyme disease, which hydroxychloroquine is also used as a treatment. But she said she had never thought of it as a potential coronavirus treatment until President Trump talked about the drug. If President Trump had not talked about this, it wouldn't have even been something that would have been accessible for anybody to be able to get right now, the lawmaker said. So Witsit was feeling better within hours of her first dose. It was a lot to do with the president bringing it up. The freshman lawmaker told the Detroit Free Press, he press, excuse me, he's the reason, um, he's actually the person, he's the reason who has the power to make it a priority. Trump tweeted uh, the Free Press's story Monday. Congratulations to State Representative Karen Whitson in Michigan, he wrote. So glad you're getting better. Trump has repeatedly highlighted the drug's ability to fight COVID-19. And why is that exactly? Oh yes, because it works, because it works. Okay, you know, I'm just being real, just being real here. Anyways, I am a little bit more on fire than normal tonight, not in a preaching way, but in a way that I'm just really fed up with the mainstream corporate media. I'm fed up that the fact that 90% uh, of the mainstream media is run by six corporations who are propaganda outpieces for the deep state. And if you don't understand why the news is fake, that is why. Look up Operation Mockingbird. Look up the Church Commission. 
Understand that the CIA has infiltrated the mainstream media and look at the Obama order, which made it illegal to use propaganda against the American people. And you will understand why we're doing the things that we're doing now, which is why guys like me have to get up late at night and do a podcast so that you can know the truth. Because we care. I care. I care so much and I want you to know the truth. And unfortunately, you can't get the news from the real uh, media. I guess you want to call it the fake media at this point. It's the fake news but they call themselves the real media, but they're just spewing propaganda. They're not investigative journalists anymore, and they're not telling you the truth. And that's why the alternative media is now the new media, is now the real media, because we are the investigative journalists. We're the ones that are digging through the details, and we're the ones that are researching and spending our day and going through this to understand what is actually going on and asking the Lord Jesus for discernment and wisdom in the meantime. And the Lord gives it to us. And he gives us information and you know what we get to find the sources and people that are coming out of the woodwork doctors and nurses and people that are calling us and writing us and telling us this is what's actually going on and if you're going to report it get the word out get the news out i listen to your channel because i know you tell the truth and this is what's happening in my hospital we're telling uh, you know we're, we're writing down people that died of other things and, and blaming it on covid I, I need you to know that you know whistleblowers true whistleblowers so I think they need to open the country sooner than later. I think the models were way off. In fact, we know they were way off. People want to get back to work. Is the virus real? Yes. And we're going to get to more of how it got disseminated on the world population soon. I'm going to start really exposing that. Epic Times did a great job of exposing it. But I'm going to expose it even more. We're going to get this out there so everybody understands what's really going on here. So listen, ladies and gentlemen, there's a lot of more stuff that I could talk about and we will talk about uh, this weekend on, the, on our next show. But I think that's it for tonight. I want to thank you for tuning in to the Remnant Godcast. We really appreciate you listening. If you want to get up to the minute news, make sure to check out www.rmntnews.com where we always have the latest information for you. And we appreciate your donations. I truly, truly need them, especially right now. We are doing so many different things. Right now we have an effort to get uh, masks in the hands of people that need masks. These N95 masks and the KN95 masks, crucial. And it's a big effort and it's taking up a lot of our time. But I think it's a worthy effort and it's something I'm passionate about to see just a few people that are affected. It means so much to me. And so uh, if you're able to help us in that effort, please go on to Facebook and you'll see right on the Todd Coconato page on my personal page, uh, you'll see how you can support that effort. We really would appreciate that. Hey, listen, thanks for tuning in to the Godcast and uh, it's a really holy weekend. It's, 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 it's the, the resurrection of our Lord weekend, resurrection day this Sunday. And I'm going to give a special message that day. And I hope that you tune in for that as well. Where I'm not going to talk about the news. I'm going to talk about the good news of Jesus Christ. Amen. God bless you guys. Thank you for tuning in.